Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Tuesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Excellent. We're a little uh, late this week. We took the day off for uh, Memorial Day. Well, it was a holiday. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're entitled, right? Sure. Sure. Did um, you say it was Labor Day? I think I said Memorial Day. Oh, I thought you said Labor Day. Okay. I hope not. Um, so while we were away, Disney was busy putting out all different recipes for everyone to try for some of the fa- their favorite things that you might like to have when you are in Disney World. And the first one is the recipe for tachos. That's right. If you don't know what those are, that is essentially a chili on top of potato barrels, which I are also called uh, tater tots. Yeah. Um, with beef, bean, chili, queso, and corn chips, as well as uh, sour cream and green onions. But they call them tachos. And that's uh, usually served in Toy Story Land at Woody's Lunchbox. Yes, it is. So I will post the recipe, and uh, actually I'll post the video, which has the recipe in it. Once again, this is just really a, here's how you, com- this is, these are the things that you throw together to create. A little taste of the parks. Yeah, I mean, because they're not really, this next story too. So the next one, uh, the recipe is the kitchen sink from um, Beaches and Cream. Right. Again, you're not really, I, I don't Cooking. know that you call it a recipe. Right. You're not you're not doing anything to these items once you've put them all together, but... It's how to assemble it. Right. Thank you. They're assembly instructions. So we need to take the girls and uh, get them to conquer this with us once. Uh, Do you want to know what's in the the kitchen sink? Uh, Sure. Tell me. It's a half a cup of fudge, a half a cup of butterscotch, half a cup of peanut butter, a medium banana, cinnamon spice cupcake, one angel food cupcake, two scoops of vanilla, two scoops of chocolate, two scoops of strawberry, one scoop mint chocolate chip, one scoop coffee... Three tablespoons chocolate syrup, a quarter cup marshmallow cream, a quarter cup strawberry topping, a quarter cup of pineapple topping, a 14-ounce can of Dairy Whip topping, Mm. a large brownie, a regular-sized candy bar, four chocolate cookies with cream filling, tablespoon of almonds, a tablespoon of white and chocolate, uh, dark and white chocolate shavings, a tablespoon of crushed chocolate cookies with cream filling, one tablespoon of jellied orange slices, a tablespoon of milk chocolate chips, a tablespoon of peanut butter chip morsels, a a, a tablespoon of chocolate sprinkles, a tablespoon of rainbow sprinkles, and finally, one half cup of maraschino cherries. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. I don't know. We've, uh, last time um, I was at the beach, um, Beaches and Cream? No, that's not the one. The resort. Um, The Beach Club. We went to Beaches and Cream, and Isabel and I shared their No Way Jose, which is their peanut butter sundae, and between the two of us, we couldn't even finish that, and I think that's like four or five scoops of ice cream, so I don't know. I don't see the five of us, uh, the four of us getting through this. Is there five of us? Is there someone you're not telling me about? I might want to bring somebody else on our next trip. Who knows? Um, All right. So the Voices of Liberty have been putting out some different songs from home, and in honor of Memorial Day, they have released America the Beautiful. They did, so that is posted up on our page if you want to check that out. Sounds good. Um, also, I believe, posted to our page, uh, the sunrise over Cars Land. Yeah, it's just pretty cool to see the sun come up over the Cadillac Range out in California. Just a nice little one-minute clip of the area during sunrise. Very good. And more voices from home. Uh, Mariachi Cobre has uh, another release. That's right. They have released the a, uh, their performance of Remember Me from Disney and Pixar's film Coco. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, it's a good song. 
Okay, and in Disneyland Paris, they have released the Lion King Rhythms of the Pride Lands as a virtual recording. Right. It is uh, a stage show featuring singers, dancers, and acrobats at Pride Rock. Um, I'm not sure if it's comparable to um, Festival of the Lion King. The costumes look a little different, Mm -hmm. but uh, I have not yet watched this, so I'm sure after I watch it, I will have a better idea as to what it's like. But that will be posted on our page. Very nice. Some more good news coming out of Disney. We had talked a few months ago about the Aspire program, which is uh, Disney's program to help put their cast members through college. And the Disney Aspire program has graduated 700 graduates this year. That's right. They continued to pay uh, benefits, uh, not only for health benefits, but for benefits like the Aspire program uh, throughout the uh, COVID crisis and furloughs. So uh, they are celebrating the work of 700 uh, well-deserving employees. Very nice. Um, At Animal Kingdom, there's been a new arrival. That's right. They just had a little Babarusa piglet born at the Animal Kingdom. Uh, They look very much like warthogs. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are known for their snouts and tusks that can grow to up to almost 17 inches. Uh, I guess this is a uh, part of a species survival plan. Um, in breeding these animals. So uh, this Babarusa has been named Kirana, which translates to sunbeam in Indonesian. Oh, very cute. And the Babarusas are native to the swamps and rainforests of the Indonesian islands. Okay. Um, At Shanghai Disneyland, they have resumed their stage shows. That's great news. That's right. They've been open now for nine days, uh, and they have resumed their stage shows. However, they have not started their other entertainment, which includes Mickey's Storybook Express Parade and their Ignite the Dream Evening Nighttime Spectacular. Uh, But you can see their Frozen A Sing-Along Celebration, their uh, Golden Fairy Fairy Tale Fanfare. They have an Avengers Training Initiative. Uh, Club Destin E, which looks to be just like a dance party. Um, The Eye of the Storm, Captain Jack Stunt Spectacular. Uh, Those have all reopened once again. Okay, good. uh, Good news for Shanghai. Very good. Um, The Oriental Land Company, uh, which owns which parks? They are the majority owner of the Asian uh, parks, uh, specifically uh, Tokyo. Okay, Um, they have taken out a 200 billion yen loan. That's right. 200 billion yen is about $1.86 billion. Um, They extended a line of credit from Japanese megabank Mizuno earlier this month, and it's just to help get them through the impact of the coronavirus. Uh, The Oriental Land Company is providing a leave allowance to 20,000 part-time cast members through at least the end of May, And then 5,400 full-time employees are also receiving payment from May 18th for regular work minus four holiday days per month. So they're getting uh, uh, pretty much a a decent uh, amount of money from them. Okay. Um, Also in Japan, Universal Studios is allowed to reopen whenever they desire. Now, the first bit of news here is... I didn't even realize there was a Universal Studios in Japan. There is. I guess there is. There are a couple of Universal Studios all over. There's one in Qatar. There's one in Japan. I believe they're working on one in China. Um, and, and you know, they're like Disney. They've got they've got branches all around uh, all I did around not the know that. But as far as Japan goes, uh, Japan, the Japanese government has lifted the state of emergency. 
Um, the Chiba uh, Prefecture, which is where Tokyo Disney Resort is located, has their state of emergency lifting um, on today, which is the 25th of May. And uh, Disney is allowed to open. Um, uh, they're allowed to open, but Disney has given no announcement. Now, Universal Studios, uh, which is in a different prefecture, um, has been noted that they are they can open as soon as they desire, uh, and it's because the governor of, that's from the governor of Osaka, which is where Universal Studios is. So, in Chiba, they say everything's ready to go. Disney has yet to respond. In uh, Osaka, they've said uh, Universal can open whenever they want. You know, everything is clear. Good. So. Um, and then Universal Orlando, they had a big press conference thing last week. They did. Um, and they have requested to open on June 1st with the public opening on June 5th. That's right. Universal presented their reopening plans to the Orange County Economic Task Force. Task Force. Uh, that plan was approved by Governor DeSantis. So June 1st and 2nd, the park will be open to employees. Don't know if that's just for training or if they're going to let employees in to test things out. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, the 3rd and 4th, it will be open to VIPs and annual pass holders. And then on June 5th, the resort, uh, the, the parks will be open to the public. Uh, once again, there are all sorts of restrictions in place. Um, uh, Universal is going to use virtual queues like they utilize in Volcano Bay. They will also eliminate single rider time, uh, single rider lines for the time being. No, no post-show meet, meet and greets. Interactive playgrounds and all water elements were closed. Water mist in attractions are shut off. Uh, hand sanitizer will be available uh, around the parks, including in attraction shops and restaurants. Um, they had originally said that free masks would be provided to guests who do not have their own. That has been rescinded. You have to bring a mask, and I believe they will sell one to you if you do not have one. Uh, they will not offer valet parking. Uh, restaurant menus will be single use and disposed of after use, and mobile order is being set up for venues that can, can accommodate the feature. Okay. Um, and along the same vein here, Universal has released their hours. That's right. Uh, let's see. Their hours. Universal Studios Florida and Islands of Adventure will be open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Volcano Bay will be open from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And City Walk will be open from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. These hours are, of course, subject to change. Okay. Um, Disneyland and Disney World have uh, at addressed the limited availability and possible closures that are to come. That's right. Disneyland has updated their website uh, for what guests might expect, and they state, and I quote, upon reopening, certain Disneyland resort theme parks, hotels, restaurants, and other locations may be limited in capacity and subject to restricted availability or even closure based on guidance from health experts and government officials. Furthermore, certain attractions, experiences, services, and amenities will be modified, have limited availability, or remain closed. Park admission and offerings are not guaranteed. We will provide more information as it becomes available. We reserve the right to cancel any reservations, admission media, or purchases and provide applicable refunds. All right. Now, that is very similar to um, an announcement that came out of Disney World uh, last week. Uh, and it's just essentially to the same effect, you know, different different verbiage, same same idea. Okay. Um, the California governor has moved the state into phase two. 
That's right. Um, Orange County has requested to reopen businesses. That has been approved by California Governor Newsom, um, and it will ease the restrictions that were put in place. Effective immediately in restaurant, dining, and shopping centers may be patronized by the public as long as employees and customers adhere to physical distancing and other specific health guidelines. All right. So uh, for stage two, they have risk assessment and planning. Uh, there are control measures that have to be in place. There's employee training involved. They have to sanitize and disinfect and uh, 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 practice social distancing. Okay. But that, uh, of course, does not lead to any date for Disneyland reopening or Disney Springs or California Adventure. It moves in the right direction, though. Correct. So, uh, okay. Disney World is expected to submit their reopening plans sometime next week. Is that true? Why, yes, it is true. Uh, Disney is expected to submit their plans next week, according to Jerry Demings, who is the mayor of Orange County, Florida. Okay, good. Uh, We'll definitely be on the edge of our seat to hear what's coming up with that. And apparently they are going to, uh, according to WESH2 News, uh, a Disney executive has informed Governor Ron DeSantis, as well as Vice President Pence, that the company is considering reopening the park at 20 to 30 percent capacity. All right. Which is very similar to what we saw at Shanghai, where they reopened at 20 percent capacity. Yeah. So I think you're going to see people who have reservations there for the time period that they're going to be open. Um, I think you're still going to have to end up doing that whole get a ticket for the day thing. Right. And like we have tickets that were previously issued. I have a feeling that they're going to be, you know, willing to give us uh, a refund for those tickets, but we're going to have to buy individual tickets for each day that we're trying to be at the parks. So we'll see if that's the case. Uh, Disney Plus, what's going on um, in Disney Plus news? Uh, They have released a new 10 episode series, uh, which allows, uh, well, invites viewers to unplug, relax and refresh their senses and it is called Zenimation. Um, it is both the, it pays tribute to both the visual and sound artists who have created Walt Disney Animation Studios' legacy of films. The series was created uh, by David Bess and will contain the following episodes. Uh, they have a, an episode uh, based on water, one on cityscapes, one on discovery, one on flight, one on exploration, one on night, uh, one on nature, and one on serenity, and one on water realms, and then levity. So it looks like they're using either static drawings or segments from the films combined with calming and relaxing music. I like it. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. All right. Not calming, the NBA, but (laughs) they have confirmed that they're in exploratory discussions with Disney. Yes, they are considering using the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex to finish their 2019-2020 season. Um this would allow them to uh, essentially keep all of the players and all the teams contained in one area. Uh, the Visa Center can accommodate six basketball courts at one time, uh, or it can be configured to allow for broadcast television with one main court set up. Um, they are talking about using uh, Disney's Art of Animation and Pop Century uh, for resorts to house the players and officials and uh, team personnel or the Disney Riviera Resort if higher-end housing was needed. Um, also, Caribbean Beach Resort could be a another option for them. Um, so, uh, you know, they're just they're looking for a way to keep the NBA in a bubble while they right. complete the season. Right. And this is the best way to do it. Okay. 
Um, oh, Aerofile, which I haven't heard that that this was the new name, but it's actually Characters in Flight at Disney Springs, now called Aerofile, has uh, reopened now with social distancing measures. Yes, they have uh, social distancing measures. So if you don't know what Aerofile is, it's essentially a giant hot air balloon that brings you about 400 feet up over Disney Springs. It's supposed to be very nice views. Um, I have not done it, but uh, they're just lifting you up in a basket. Uh, they have social distancing markers set up. If the flight is full, the guests have to remain in their designated spot throughout the flight. If there are spots to move around without, uh, you know, encroaching upon the other guests' social distance, uh, you know, you can move around. Uh, they're trying to figure out what the best experience for guests are in light of the new guidelines. They're considering having all of the guests rotate their seats at the same time so that everybody gets a chance to look at the 360-degree view. However, there are some people who get in there and they sit down and they don't want to move once they're up in the air. Because they're so scared or they're whatever, scared, right? yeah. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens. But uh, Aerofile is uh, you know, contingent upon the weather. $20 for adults, $15 for children. Uh, children under three ride for free. And believe it or not, sometimes there's Groupons for that. Yes. Okay. Um, Try Circle D Ranch. How's the construction there coming along? Construction looks to be completed. Nice. Uh, it looks very cool from the air. There's a small walking path around. It's a very modern facility. Uh, Try Circle D Ranch uh, is on the grounds of the Fort Wilderness Campground, and it houses the happiest horses on earth. <laughs> uh, the Try Circle D Ranch history of the Try Circle D Ranch goes back to the 50s in California. And uh, they house nearly 100 horses, uh, which include Appaloosas, Arabians, Belgians, Clydesdales, paint horses, Percherons, and quarter horses, as well as Shetland ponies. The horses are used around property for horse-drawn carriage rides, wagon rides, horseback riding lessons, pony rides during the holiday season uh, for sleigh rides during the resort. They're also used to do things like pull Cinderella's carriage, as well as, uh, you know, the, the horse-drawn type carriages on main street uh and around the park so uh that is pretty cool very neat um concept art for the dvc building that's supposed to go up in disneyland has been released yes and that is uh, a new 12-story l-shaped tower uh, that is going up and uh they released it during a town hall webinar um so we can post pictures on our page um it's going to have its own separate pool but there's no word as to whether this pool is going to be exclusive to DVC members or if it's just a new pool for the resort. Okay. And then lastly, today, Monday, is uh, Goofy's birthday. That's right. Today, Goofy turns 88 years old. Uh, he shares a birthday with Isabel, so he should feel very honored about that. <laughs> uh, and there was run others, one other story uh, that, that was skipped, and that is that it looks like construction activity is going to begin ramping up on the Tron light cycle run as trucks have been seen delivering uh, equipment to the site. All right. That would be great. All right. All right, everyone, put your thinking caps on, get your pens and pencils ready, because it's time for another edition of Isabel's Birthday Girl Disney Trivia. All right, okay. what's our topic today, Isabel? Our theme tonight is Tangled. Excellent. I like Tangled. Nice. Yep. Question one. At the beginning of the movie, we are introduced to the story by a narrator. Whose character in the movie narrates the story? Flynn Rider. I also have Flynn Rider. I have Flynn Rider, parentheses, Eugene. Yeah, good one. 
All right, what's next? Question two. You have to finish the quote. It's Flynn Rider talking about the snuggly duckling. Really let that seep in. What are you getting? Because to me, that's part man smell and the other part is really bad man smell. I don't know why, but overall, it just smells like the... I don't know. (laughs) I put horse barn, but I don't think it's right. I put backside of a horse. It is the color brown. Oh. Huh. Yeah, don't remember that. Okay, what do you get next? Question three. What is Rapunzel's pet's name? Pascal. I also have Pascal. I have Pascal. Good job. Question four. What is the unconventional weapon used throughout the movie? Frying pan. I also have frying pan. That would make three frying pans. Good. Question five. Flynn Rider makes many complaints about his wanted posters throughout the kingdom. He complains about one key feature. What is it? His nose. I also have his nose. I have his nose. I have your nose. (laughs) (laughs) That's four points for everybody. It's a tie. It was that one, that number two question would have been the big win for somebody. Yay. Excellent. All right, until next time, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. I'm Isabel. And I'm Lily. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.